What's up, everybody? Uh, this is the Hit Factor coming at you. Well, we're vibing good tonight. We got uh, just two of us, Mr. Jeff Cawthon coming at you from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And down, uh, down myself. By, uh, down by the new Carol Baskins Ranch. The new Carol Baskins Ranch. Jeff is probably putting in an application as we speak uh, to become... Yeah, she doesn't pay her volunteers, so I think I'll stay out of it. Oh, that's too bad. I was hoping. Uh, and myself, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Reed. Uh, we're we're running the podcast by ourselves tonight, uh, so hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be a good one. Uh, so Jeff has a topic that of a guy, somebody he was talking with. Uh, so we thought it'd be kind of an interesting topic. So. Hit us up with what you got. Uh, Okay. So the topic is just a conversation I was having with a buddy at the range the other day. It's about motivation. Something a lot of people have been struggling with. It seems like everyone I talk to at the range right now has kind of been in the same boat uh, that... Everyone's kind of had this realization that, man, this would have been a really great time to put in some solid practice while we can't go anywhere and get really good and just lacks motivation. And so everything just kind of fell flat on its face. But the question is about motivation. And if you draw your motivation or have drawn your motivation from people in other sports or Maybe just anything that somebody can be really good at. Uh, Take their concepts or what drives them or just the fact that they're really good at it and they they worked uh, for so long or so hard, uh, just embraced the grind and got stupid good at whatever they were doing. Do you draw any motivation from people like that to be better at this? this being shooting yeah i mean for for me i am very fascinated with people that get good at anything like if if they get like to be exceptionally good at something uh man those i am i'm always fascinated with those people um like somebody like kobe bryant was a I'm a huge fan of Kobe Bryant, his personal stuff aside. Like, I, I mean, I know people are going to dog on that, but man, like he, he, to me, like he was the one, like he came out and unabashedly was like, I'm going to be Michael Jordan. I'm going to be better than Michael Jordan. And he came out and said it like, his, I mean, his, he was number 23. Well, he's number 24 when he came out, when he first came out. Um, actually, I'm sorry. No, he was number eight when he first signed on. And then he turned it to, to 24, but he turned it to 24 because he was going to be one better than Michael Jordan. Uh, and he came out, he said, I'm going to be that. And he, like the stories of his, like his work ethic uh, are, I mean, they're just legendary of like the time, that, the amount of time that he would spend in the gym uh, when there were other guys on his team that were just slacking off. Like he was, he turned a lot of teammates off because, because he was just so brutal. Like why, like just, he had no tolerance for somebody that didn't work as hard as he did. He didn't understand that. Um, I think he fell short of Michael Jordan. He didn't reach it. Uh, he got five rings. Michael had six and he wasn't, he just wasn't quite as good. 
but man, he's still one of the top 10 basketball players of all time. And I mean, it, like he at least went for it and he got exceptionally good. Uh, right. And, and it's not just Kobe. Like, I mean, I, like I look at, I mean, I look at people in our sport, uh, you know, I look at somebody like Ben uh, that, Cry Flanky, if you looked at Ben's history, like he shouldn't be a great shooter. Uh, like if you look at Ben athletically, yeah, he's he's not the most athletic guy in the sport. He's not a JJ, uh, and yet he still is one of the do- most dominant shooters we've seen in our sport. Um, and you, can, I mean, you can go to musicians. You know, I've got a history in in, in music and more classical type music. Like like the number of musicians out there that just put insane hours. Uh, it's crazy. Um, like the, you can just go anywhere and, and people that get really good at something is, is fascinating. Really to me, that's, that's what motivates my shooting. It's, it's as much as I like the shooting side of it, that's like shooting is not what motivates me. It's, it's figuring out how can I be good? Like, how can I get good at something? So that, as Jeff said, the grind, uh, is, is kind of what I like. So, that's that's kind of that's kind of like how like looking at other people to motivate you like i i definitely definitely see motivation from people mm. in other other sports or just walks of life in general yeah i think there's there's a lot to be said for that confidence like you were saying colby had like he came in he wasn't the best but he came in and he said i'm going to be the best i'm going to do the work like yeah that alone is just confidence, right? So, mm-hmm. like, someone who's not confident isn't going to come in and say, I'm going to win. I'm going to be the best. Yeah. Uh, so. But before you go on past that, like, how do you feel about, like, that confidence? Like, do you feel like you have that? I I don't know if I, like, have that. But I like to, let's say, like, artificially create that. Like I okay. tell myself that, you know? Yeah. I, I think like, you can do that. Like I haven't uh I haven't put in as as many rounds, you know, I haven't shot as many rounds as other people in the sport. I haven't been around as long as other people in the sport. I'm not uh air quotes naturally as good as other people in the sport. Uh but when I go to a match, it doesn't really matter what it is, you know, I'm like I'm coming here to win this match. It doesn't matter who's there. Uh, even like even lately, like this is this is gonna seem stupid, but even lately when I'm practicing, I've just had like this drive and this really good grind going, and it's just positive vibes. Yeah, when I'm practicing, it's like, dude, I'm I'm gonna freaking win nationals. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And yeah, it's just psyching yourself up, having that confidence. The confidence makes you practice better. Uh, it just keeps it focused, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I got, I'll be honest. Like I really struggle with that. Like that's, that's the one part, like, like I will put the work in, but having like that confidence, the problem for me is one, I've got, now I've got experience. Uh, and this will, this will bleed into my next kind of my next question, but like, like I've got too much. I almost, I almost have too much experience in this sport. Like I have too much experience being mediocre. Like that's like that's uh, I, so I I almost can't help but self-identify as a, just a mediocre shooter, yeah. uh, and so like that's that's hard to to get over that. And then I'm also like I'm just I'm 
I feel like I'm so hard on myself in practice that it's hard to like gain confidence in practice. It's just like, man, that's terrible. That's terrible. It was really probably, probably not that bad. Um, but yeah, having that, that confidence just come out and say, yeah, I'm going to win. I, I would be curious if I could, if I could embody that attitude, like what it would, uh, like what it would do to my match results. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, and I think you're right in the, like, if you don't have that confidence at first, then fake it. Right. Like, yeah. Act like you have that confidence. At least, like, tell yourself. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to put the work in and get good. But yeah. hopefully, if you are putting the work in, you're just not seeing the results. Maybe it's just like, no, I'm just going to, I am good. Uh, and I'm going to show everybody how good I am. And it's, and, and you just, like, don't let yourself get any sort of mistakes. Oh, whatever. That's no big deal. I'm, I'm still going to win this match. Um, yeah. Right. I think that would be a good space to live in if if you want to win. And that's not a place that I'm I'm typically uh typically in. Um I'm too much of a realist to to it's be in that, that space. I know. Cuz it feels good. It feel like confidence feels good. Yeah. So, yeah. It just I don't know how you get there and uh I don't know how much like because obviously, like, I'm lying to myself, right? Like, I'm not going to win nationals. But when I'm practicing, it's like I'm nailing these draws. The transitions are going awesome. Just like, yeah, I'm, what, what could go wrong? Yeah, I'm winning this thing. Oh, I mean, I and know. yeah, you. I mean, you may not, maybe you don't win nationals, but maybe you're Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah, he didn't reach Michael Jordan level, but he still won five championships. Like, right, there you it's go. It's not like he, he had... He had an incredible career, um, and so, I mean, maybe maybe that's kind of what you, where you end up. So okay, so we kind of got off a little bit on a tangent, and that this will that'll lead into my next question. But so do you like like do you take motivation from other other people outside the shooting sports? Yeah, for sure. Just anyone who basically grinds and masters their craft, pretty much. Uh, anybody who has put in the time. Uh, I think that's what's more motivating. You know, knowing that someone put in the time and got really good at something is way more motivating than thinking that person was just super good at that for no reason and they beat everybody. Like, that's, I don't get any motivation from that, right? So it's just, but when someone's, uh, they come in, uh, like the example I used earlier, like Conor McGregor. Uh, mm -hmm. came in and he talks about his grind and living on welfare and them not having any money and him going to the gym every night and uh, basically just faking it till he made it, right? Uh, just putting in the time and then he made it. Like, it's a great success story. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a lot of motivation to be drawn from that story. Uh, just putting in, putting in the time and working hard when you're not seeing any results yeah yeah like there's a there's another one i just thought about of that's that's pretty interesting and i, I don't I, I was guessing you you don't follow golf and and i don't know how many of our our listeners follow golf but but there's this guy named uh they, but they were in a pretty similar situation as far as like like all of their tournaments got canceled uh like all like they've you know because of this COVID thing just like all of our matches got canceled uh, and they just had like their first PGA event was this last weekend. 
Um, and there's this guy named Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, I think I'm saying the last name right. I, I, but So he, he's been on tour. He's been a good player. I think he's – I'm pretty sure he's won. I, have, I haven't, like, looked up his history. I'm pretty sure he's won on tour, but was kind of like a, a top 20 guy, not like a top five one in the world type guy. Yeah. And so, like, he started chasing gains. Like, how is like how is he going to get better? Well, so this guy's. I mean, he he studied the sport and figured, okay, people who drive the ball further have a massive advantage over everybody else. And he was a good driver of the ball, but I don't, he wasn't like exceptional. So this guy goes. He goes into the gym. Uh, he puts on forty pounds of mostly muscle mass. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't think it's all muscle mass, but he puts on like forty pounds. And he starts like he starts changing his swing, and he's matching like kind of what there's there's a there's long drive competitions where the competition isn't play golf; it's just how far you can hit it. Yeah. And he's starting like like he's starting to match his swing kind of to what some of those guys are doing, and he's hitting like swing speeds that are similar to the guys in long drive competitions. Jeez. But then he's but then he takes it to the PG. So like he's like, okay, I need to get better at this. I want to be the best player in the world, and he completely changed. His his physique, his body, and his swing, and like he was one shot out of first place this last week, uh, wow. like that his first tournament back, um, and so it's just like, man, like okay, he's been in the sport, like he he made these changes, he went after it, he found he found something that he can do, and I mean like he was he was hitting the ball forty yards further than the guys playing with him, and the guys playing with him are hitting it. A long ways and he's right. like 40 yards past him uh and so hmm. it's like man well maybe if a guy like that that's been played golf for probably his entire life Mike, i don't know when he started but probably when he was really young man if he can make a change like that and make a push like this then heck my eight nine years in the sport is probably not too much overcome if, if i really want to make a change and go after something uh that's right. probably possible if i'll if i'll find it and commit to it um, you just gotta put on forty pounds. I, I don't think it's forty pounds, but but maybe <laughs> there's some. There, I mean, there there may be some legitimacy to to getting in the gym more, uh, and putting on a little bit of weight. Uh, I, I've I've started. I've started. I'm I'm in better shape now than I've ever been, probably been in probably my life, but definitely probably in my shooting career. I've mm-hmm. probably never been as as in as good a shape as I am now. So hopefully, I will stay motivated and keep after that. And Jeff. And all his workout stuff will keep making yeah. sure I work out. I got yeah. my lunges in this morning, just by the way. Good. Good. Plus, you know, when we make those dry fire videos, so I can prove to you over and over again that bullets out's the the best way scientifically. Like <laughs> I really want like I really need like my arms like like they need to look good in those videos. Definitely. Uh, so yeah. I gotta stay on the workout train just, yeah. just for that. You gotta you wear a smaller shirt. Yeah, I need to get on shirt. like yeah, I need to like get it's like some cutoffs and maybe some schmediums right. uh, and that yes. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, probably be better. Yeah, you got some you can send me. <laughs> uh, no, I'm using all of mine. I'm not sharing oh, them. Okay, okay. I I gotta have something for my dry fire video. Well, that's true. That's true. You got to keep yours for yours. Yeah. Um. So, but okay, so that kind of that kind of that leads really well into the the other question that I, that I didn't tell you about, but that I wanted to kind of wanted to kind of bring up tonight. So that was like, yeah, we're people are people are uh, 
struggling with motivation and stuff like that. But and you're in what year? This is year four for you, I think. I, you know, I was thinking about that earlier. I think, yeah, I think seventeen was my first full year. Okay. Like I started okay. at the very end of sixteen, so it'd been, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. So yeah, so this like would be yeah. You're probably at you're probably far enough into your career that now gains are gonna typically gain like your your trajectory is gonna flatten out a lot. Yeah, I think it so, was I mean, noticeable last year. Like yeah, eighteen twenty eighteen. I think I saw the the most gains. Mm-hmm. Most gains, and then nineteen kind of felt like a, a flat line. So this year was like yeah coming into it was just different it was like okay i didn't really get a whole lot better last year what's going on yeah um and i that's i mean once you reach reach the level that you're at uh and the level that you've gotten to and the time that you're at in the sport like you've kind of got like you're past all the figuring the sport out type stage yeah uh, like you you've you've got a pretty good handle on on what the sport is what it looks like what it what it kind of takes like what like you have pretty good dry fire routines and stuff like you know what you need to do dry fire to get your gun handling uh good and, and that's like you know all that sort of stuff uh, of course i mean you're nine or ten i don't i don't know it's a long i honestly like it's a long career for shooting for the shooting career it's it's it's, it's a long time uh there's not that most people burn out before now um, yeah but so that my, but this this concept that I've come across, like you see people like that come into the sport and like in like three or four years they get really good, like like top five in nationals, contending for for that, like like you see that happen. Um, and so then I was I was really wondering the other day, like and, and where I'm at, it's almost like you almost get stuck, kind of like I was talking about earlier, like you kind of convince yourself that you're just this mediocre shooter, almost just not because you think that, but almost because like you've just been that for the past several years and it's hard to hard to th- see yourself past that. But so my, I w- wonder if, if you could like at the beginning of the year, if you could ch- change your, make a mental switch or change that to where you, you enter that year and you approach it as if you were a brand new shooter. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not coming in with this idea that I've got to break all these habits. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to change these habits. I've got to make these adjustments and stuff like that. But I wonder if, if there's a way that you could approach it almost like, Hey, I'm a brand new shooter. I'm going to explore how to shoot. Like I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to do that. Uh, and, and then hopefully then I, and then I'll see a bunch of gains through that. Uh, I wonder if there, there would be some validity just kind of into that, in that approach. Um, cause surely if you've already got some, good at least a decent background then surely you you know more and you could make better gains than a than a beginner just a raw beginner um i've kind of wondered if if sometimes like i get like people or i get stuck in a rut and it's almost just a mentality of like oh i'm just in this rut and you don't take this fresh approach to it yeah i don't know what do you think um so it's, it's similar to what i've been thinking about lately which is um i'm pretty close to making gm and up until this point in the sport you're not a gm yet 
Oh, I think when the classifiers update, I will be. I think. Oh, see, this whole time I thought you were good. Yeah, right. Um, so my whole ideology behind this has been, uh, well, it kind of has been this for the last two years. I think I've talked about this before. But so it's like I want to get as good as I can uh, basically with my imagination in shooting. Like I haven't read any books. That's that's yeah. my like that's what I'm planning to hopefully push my games. And I'm using the GM card as the switch. So I'm I'm trying to make it, trying to get good using my imagination, using keeping fresh eyes, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit that GM card, like I'm gonna buy all the books and I'm gonna read them all. And so I'm hoping that that that's gonna that's gonna give me another step of gains. I don't know if it will, but that that's my my ideology here. Um, but it's similar to what you're talking about. So yeah, that's a except I mean, it's, that's it's a like really... it's like backwards, right? So normally, yeah, it's almost like you're purposely handicapping your. It's like you're like it's like yeah, you're, it's like but, you're running with a lead vest on, and then you're yes. like, okay, then I'm gonna take the lead vest off. That's I right. mean, it's exactly. I think it's a little backwards thinking, but it is backwards. But it's an interesting concept. It is backwards, but it's like I mean, you're, you're forcing yourself. You're forcing yourself to think on your own, right? Yeah, uh, that's the idea. It's like, uh, you know, all the people that wrote these books and everything, that's what they had to do to get good to write the books, right? They had yeah. to think on their own. They had to figure this stuff out, and then they wrote it down, and they sold the book. Uh, so and I don't plan on writing a book, but that's kind of the idea is uh, is you you let your own mind develop and figure these things out as you go. And I actually heard a really good quote uh, this last couple of weeks that kind of reinforces the idea. And it was, uh, consum- I think it was consumption is the opposite of creativity. And so that's kind of reinforces the idea, right? It's like yeah. the, more, the more you take in, the less you're able to create or think on your own. So that's... That's been my theory for the last couple of years, and then when I hit the GM card, I'm gonna I'm gonna consume, I'm gonna consume all the information. That's uh, haven't you taken a Ben class though? I did. I did take a class. Yeah. You've kind of cheated a little. You I took did some che- of the weights off. I did. I cheated, and you know it's not it's not perfect because I do listen to podcasts and all that, so it's not like you can. I've blocked out all shooting information. I mean, you got to learn how to shoot somehow. I mean, uh, you had a coach. I mean, Jason's been coaching you lately. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. Plus, coach gave me all the gains this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that'll but, be interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how it goes. I hope you make GM soon so that you can. It's gonna be a bad deal if you uh if you get really close to GM and then shoot like a bunch of like 87, 86% classifiers yeah. in it pulls your percentage down oh, that'd yeah. be that'd be sad I, I actually have not shot a gm classifier this year yeah like i shot two or three at nationals yeah at the end of last year and yeah. then i haven't shot one this year how many classifiers have you shot oh, like three 
more than that. I think five now. Oh, wow. I haven't even shot a match yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay, that doesn't really tie in here. What else you got? Uh, hold on one second. What else you had? What did you were about to say? Something. Say what you were gonna say. It's okay if it's a topic change. It is completely random. That's all right. It, it kind of like actually random. it ties back into uh, those challenges we were doing a while back. Yeah. So I had a a thought on this since I lost all those challenges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You lost okay. some of them pretty pretty big time. <laughs> so, before we did those challenges, we talked about uh, people doing all these internet uh, challenges, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically putting up times and being super good and then uh, getting destroyed at matches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, after we did those challenges and I lost them all, Oh, that was the thing. I said these people are doing these things uh, on these internet challenges that I that I couldn't do, right? Mm-hmm. But then showing up to a match and still beat them. Yeah. Um. But it kind of gave me the realization after I lost all these challenges that I'm just not that fast. I'm just I'm just not that good. That. So this is kind of like a come to Jesus moment. I just want to clarify for everybody that was listening. Uh, that maybe those people are that good and I'm just super slow because apparently I'm slower than everybody on the podcast because I lost all the challenges. Well, but to be fair, you would only like, you would put like five reps on them. Some of them, yeah. And I'd put like 20 or 30 reps or maybe even more on them. So like, I mean... Probably like in five reps, you're probably not maxing out what you could do on those on those challenges. Well, I should be. Um. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're telling me that if you went out and shot a steel challenge stage, your first five reps, which would be how many you would get at steel challenge, those would be just as fast as if you did a hundred reps and came back the next day. No, probably not. Yeah, exactly. Just because you'd, you'd, you'd be, like, memorizing the pattern. Right. Yeah. Same with the other ones. That's not, that's is, not there value, is there value in that in our sport? Um, it it depends. There's some value in it. Um, it. It depends. I mean, like, Steel Challenge is not... Well, still challenge is because even though you memorize it, it, you're still having to perform. You're still having to execute at an extremely high rate of speed. Um, yeah. So figuring out how to do stuff that fast, I think there's value in that. Because like, you're going to learn how to see faster. And, and, and if Poji had been on tonight, as we had planned on, then it, it, he would have been a good person to talk with about this. But yeah, you're still having to see at an incredibly high rate of speed. You're still having to break shots at incredibly high rate of speeds and not move the gun with your trigger press. Right. So, I, I mean, I do think there is value in that. Like, like for the, like the one that we did at, at 40 yards, wasn't it just a draw and it had to be two alphas? I think Yeah, is what we were doing. Um, I mean, I, I think there was a lot of value in even, even doing that over and over. Cause at, yeah, at first you're like, okay, I'm just going to, I got to have alphas at 40 yards. Okay. 
this is going to be, man, if I can be like two, two and a quarter on that, then I'm going to be pretty happy with that run. And then I think we were down in the, I think I was down in the one eights, low one eights, um, and almost had one, one sevens with a draw and two shots and was running like sub 40 splits at, at 40 yards. And, and the sites were returning like where they needed to return. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, so would I shoot that, that speed in a match? No. Um, but hopefully there's some, there's some fundamental gain in, in getting the sites to return that precisely and breaking that shot that precisely in that, that time frame. I would hope there's some gains on that. Um, yeah. I always find a challenge in making it stick from day to day. It's like, like this concept that you go work on something one day and then, okay, it's going to be fixed for the next day. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a big challenge in, in making it stick. Uh, the stick to or whatever you want to say it of a drill is, I don't know. For me, they're, they're, they're tough for me, for, for me at least like to work on something one day and then it'd be fixed the next day is, uh, is tough and that's why i tend to not get super into drills and try to take a more overarching approach to mm-hmm. shooting uh i generally kind of I, I generally don't have like two awesome practice sessions in a row so yeah i'll go out and i'll shoot really terrible there's a chance the next one will be good but if yeah. i shoot really good there's no chance my second session the next day, next week is also going to be really good. And I don't, I don't know what the science is there or what's going on, but I never have two consecutive awesome training sessions. I mean, so I think it's I, my guess, and this is just a guess because I'm not, I'm not in your mind and I'm not there to watch you, but my guess is a little bit. One, you, you, have, a, you have a bad let's, – let's just say you start with a bad day, okay? So you start with a bad day. So you go home and think about it. Uh, and the, the next day you come out and you're, you, you want it to be good. You don't want another bad day. So you're going to be probably more dialed in, more focused, um, paying more attention to make sure the stuff is good. Maybe you've thought about it. You're, you're, mental, you're not going through the motions at that point. You're hungry. Uh, the next day then, the one of, to me, one of two things are probably my guess is one of two things are happening. You're like, okay, I was good yesterday, so I'm gonna be, I'll be good today, and so you're just, you're not as dialed in, like just mentally, you're just not as focused. You're lackadaisical, or you're like, man, I'm, I'm just bad to the bone, and so you push, like you, you think, okay, you, the, my last time I shot, I did really well, so now I can, now I can really push and really uh-huh. be good, and so then you push past that. Um, and so it may be it may be an ebb of flow of just pushing past your abilities and then those abilities catching up and then pushing past and then catching up. And it may be a little bit of ebb and flow of just focused one day and not focused the next day. Um, yeah. And some of it may just be, man, you just you ate eggs one day and the next day you ate cereal and and you just had a bad day. Cereal, man. Get you bad day. You a fan of cereal? What's your favorite cereal? Uh, I don't eat cereal. Ever? No, I eat cereal like every day growing up. Since I have entered adulthood, I guess maybe I ate cereal in college. No, since I got married, we don't buy cereal. So like if 
like if you could have like a cheat day and like just like hog out on one cereal, like what would it be? Hmm. Well, I'd probably pull one from the childhood. So it, yeah. would, be, it would either be uh, Cocoa Puffs or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes. I love both or, of those. Or the, uh, there was another one that was like, french toast crunch or something like that mini french toast maybe something like that mm. it was also very had a syrupy flavor to it, it was pretty good the cocoa puffs those are man my yeah. brother and i we would kill like a box of those in one morning when we were kids i mean we ate so many of those yeah we loved they were so good yeah because those are those are one of the good ones like they're good all the way through like they're good when they're first crunchy but right. even after they get soggy in the milk, they're still good. Yeah. So true. So yeah. You're speaking truth. Speaking I truth. I know. It's it's so true. Nothing but uh, truth here on the hit factor. Absolutely. All right. Uh, when did we start this thing? About 35 minutes ago. Well. That's probably a good point right there. Yeah, I think I think we covered. I think we talked about some good stuff. Uh, if anybody has any shooting questions or comments, if they think we're crazy or if Jeff is talking nonsense, then send us an email. Send us a message. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or we do have an Instagram page, but it doesn't get uh, it doesn't get a lot of a lot of use. So we need to we need to work on our our social media Instagram game. Well, Boomer is our social media expert. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. When you have a boomer in charge of social media, it's not going to go well. Um, also, like we did post some videos of some reloads uh, last week. If you guys want to see more videos, then uh, give us a shout out. Uh, I think we should. I think we should try to make it maybe a goal that the guys on the podcast at least somebody post at least one or two videos a week. I think that would maybe be good for to make some make some content maybe get a little more a little more traffic going so but uh, would be again good. if anybody has any questions send it to us and that'll be a wrap that's it have a good one everybody oh, stop recording damn it <laughs>